Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88 on the Faith FM network. And you are joined by Danuta and my fabulous co-host, Lawson. Lawson, good morning to you. How are you and how was your weekend? Oh, man, I am fantastic. Like, I am just kicking goals. Had a great weekend. Went to church on, on, on Saturday, on Sabbath, like Friday night. Like, did you had, you know, Bible study. Saturday, church. Saturday evening, I went into Newcastle and ate some hot pot with my friends. It's just like the best meal in the whole world. It's basically like a big Chinese soup. Oh, and, beautiful. And it's just amazing. Then, then Sunday, yesterday, I had brunch with my dad. Which is just really, really You do that lovely. quite often, which is really yeah, nice. Hey, I had isn't brunch. It, eh? She came down to my uni, came down to Avondale, and we ate in the cafe there because they're, they're open for brunch. It was really, really nice. And then and then in the afternoon, I went into town again just to you know buy some things. And then I'm here this morning. So I just like kicking goals. Just all you kinds of goals being kicked. goals. goals. Yeah. And you've got something new. You've got a new <laughs> yeah. baby, haven't yeah, you? Well, so I, uh, I rode into the studio this morning. I rode mm. my bicycle... It's about 34 k's of a ride, and I rode in, and uh, I'll, I'll ride back as well. So I've got... I've got a, a, it's roughly a 70 kilometer uh, trek to do today. Yo, pretty much every day wow. going forward. That's, it's my health kick. It uh, is your health to, you know, kick. To be on the bike and, and just be riding. And so, yeah, I, I, so you left it up. at five in the morning. I left at five in the morning. Wow. I got into curry. I left at 10 past five and I got into curry at, like quarter past six and That's real went commitment. And, oh man, I was so hungry. <laughs> I went and ate some food and then yeah, I came to the studio. Shell's already here and now I've uh it's an e bike, so it's got a little battery in it. That's and I've, just I've handy, got my isn't it? uh got my battery charging so I can head home. So yeah, oi, good times, good weekend, good vibes, good morning, and now into the breakfast show. And coming up on our show today we have our interview with Justin Lawman, which is always fabulous to have him on board. Um, in our new segment we're going to California we're also looking at a special graduation ceremony like no other and we're actually also going to our bible study looking at ephesians in the heart so just giving an overview of ephesians going back over that you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different we have our first quiz question for today and for the whole week, which is really exciting. Yes, guys. We had somebody win last Friday who was so excited they got two books. Take it away, please, Lawson. All right, here we go. According to the second commandment, what other gods are we also allowed to have? Oh, oh interesting question there. Hey. According to the second commandment, what other gods are we also allowed to have? 0491 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. And if you do, you're going to the draw to win two prizes this week. Again, mm-hmm. I've got two things that will basically, it's all about helping you get more Bible knowledge. That's One it. of them is called a Bible quiz book. Is essentially it's the It Is Written Bible quiz book written by John Bradshaw. This is actually where we John de- Bradshaw. <laughs> he is a brilliant writer and a brilliant speaker, isn't he? This is where we derive a lot of our quiz questions for the show from, as well as we've got the Bible Challenge card game for adults and teens. So this is all about getting the Bible facts about the Bible versus about the Bible 
in you know synced in synced engraved into your brain knowing them off by heart having that knowledge there mm. to record to recall at any time being able to preach in season and out of season that's what that's we're, we're all about here so 0491064669 is the number to text and again that question was according to the second commandment what other gods are we also allowed to have i just got to say like the bible challenge card game is like Imagine you're playing, you know, you're hanging out with a bunch of friends and they're all over. You can just, you know, pull this thing out and, and just start going through it. Same thing with the with the quiz book same as quiz, well. Same thing with the quiz book. So, and I'm just thinking they can actually find their answers quickly that, when we ask them on the show, hey? That's right. That's right. But, hey, yeah, this is all about helping you guys to be smart and also having fun as well. Absolutely. Like it's, it's about playing these games and participating and whatnot. But, again, finally... According to the second commandment, what other gods are we also allowed to have? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And where are we going to today, Lawson? Which city or town are we going to where we have our Faith FM radio station and we have our listeners there? Where are we going? Uh, we There's are, too many to pick from, isn't we there? Are, really? I know, hey. but we are going to go to a town that I've hung out in a fair few times. Oh. Old Bar, New South Wales. Oh, where's that? Old Bar, New South Wales is up near Tari. Okay. Uh, it's a beautiful area, like just a beautiful piece of country, beautiful and green and right near the coast there. Nice. Just awesome. I remember I used to go up to Old Bar to ride motorbikes a fair bit when, oh, I, was, when I was younger. Um, but shout out Old Bar, that beautiful piece of land out there. If you're near Old Bar, give us a text, 0491-064-669. That is the the number for our show. And uh, yeah, text us, know, let us know what it's like living out in Old Bar, having having a good time and living your best life. Uh, but yeah, and or maybe if you've been to Old Bar like I have. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and even let us know why you listen to Faith FM. What makes you want to keep listening to Faith FM and what you really love about it? We hope you say that the favourite is the Brecky Show. But at the <laughs> I mean, you can but say whatever you like. there's all old shows. In fact, um, yeah, last night I was even reading something up about how, of course, the one up the talk from the top has started. You know, mm. we actually had our interview um, done oh, about a month ago now mm. from Talk from the Top, which is the new one in Townsville that's actually started, a new studio yeah. up there. So so that's on Tuesday afternoon. So be listening out for them too. But we've got some great things. Hey, do you yeah. like do you like graduation ceremonies? Like, have you been to any graduation? I've ceremonies? been to a bunch of graduation ceremonies, particularly at Newcastle University yeah. when I was working there, and and seeing a lot of students and a lot of my friends graduate there and whatnot. So yeah, I've been to a bunch of graduation ceremonies. I am looking forward to my graduation ceremony, but in like a number of years. So you know, that's 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 on the horizon eventually, but. But yeah, I, at the moment, I've just enjoyed them as like a spectator. Yeah, but they're really special, aren't Absolutely. they? Like they kind of line up. They have the special gowns. They yeah. have the special it's, hats. It's actually so beautiful. Like it's so amazing. Oh, and isn't it? The hey? people are just so stoked because they've worked so hard. And obviously, you've you've been through a couple graduation. I have been ceremonies. through too. Yeah. So I ha- I graduated when I was twenty one mm-hmm. um, from speech pathology. That was actually at the Adelaide Festival Theatre of all places, which oh, was wow. amazing. So were it was really at, big. Were you at Flinders? I was at Flinders. Oh, classic. Yeah. Now called Flinders University, but actually. Well, it was actually at Sturt College at the time, but it's mm-hmm. now part of Flinders University. Mm-hmm. But that's where also some of the nurses did some of their training as well. And, yeah, that, there was the speech pathology course. In fact, I was telling somebody just recently that, that uh, yeah, basically you had to get really high marks to get in when I was going through, but also then you had to get through an interview. And, wow. Um, and they interviewed 150 people. 
and only 22 got in. And, and you got in. And I got in. Whoa, that, that, that was all God, you know. So I was just really grateful and I absolutely loved it right from the start. Oh, so I was so awesome. determined since year 10 that that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. My mind was set on it and I would have bent over backwards even if I didn't get in just to find my way in. But hey, there's a, this one is an absolute special graduation ceremony that you would never ever think of. Hey, Okay, what, okay. what are they graduating for? This is like uh, a graduation of twins that were actually born and they were graduating because they that so that so one's got a little pink outfit with a little pink hat and one's actually got a little blue outfit with a, a blue hat uh-huh. they graduated from moving from the hospital to home oh that's amazing and yeah so the reason for that is is that the, the the hospital as well as the parents wanted to do something special because these twins were actually born 22 weeks preemie Oof. 22 that's- weeks Premature. Hectic. So they actually ha- only had a, a survival chance of possibly 10% or so, wow. which is um, incredible. And so just, uh, and, and, um, yeah, for the survival. And of course, they were immediately resuscitated and intubated when they were actually born. Um, and they were, of course, in the neonatal ICU mm. unit, in the intensive care unit for the, that whole period of time. So it's a boy and a girl. They were born in Ohio to a 25 year old mother in. Bedford in Ohio mm. um, and so the mum and dad were going in every single day into the hospital of course they weren't actually able to hold the babies for the first month which would have been really hard for them because their skin was actually really really sensitive but um, so yeah so for the, so they started so this is this is why they were actually preemie mm. though because you know you're probably wondering like why were they yeah. preemie hey so the mother actually started leaking at the amniotic fluid. This is the fluid that actually protects the fetus. Yeah. Um, you know, there's like a sac that the, the baby's in that we actually see pictures of quite often. Mm. And that acts as a cushion for the fetus as it grows and it acts to stimulate, of course, exchange of the nutrients and water and biochemical products between the mother and the baby. Mm. Okay. But that actually broke and it, and it leaked. So she went to her GP and he said, you know, you're virtually in labor. Uh, we wow. need to take you to hospital. And uh, and so, yeah, they were literally resuscitated and intubated straight away and they've been in the neonatal unit for almost a year, virtually 11 yeah. months. So the great thing is that they're on target on achieving their developmental milestones. But as I saw as a speech pathologist, uh, I used mm. to see quite a lot of preemie babies um, yeah. and, you know, what can tend to happen in a lot of cases is that their developmental milestones are all con- tend to be delayed so their yeah. speech is delayed um their um you know their walking and 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 fine motor skills and things can be delayed a bit at times but the beautiful thing is of course you know they're going to keep checking in on that and of course i'm sure that the speech paths and the ot and the physio um are all involved very closely with the family um of course one thing that as a speech pathologist you know that i was in those early stages is that the, the muscles that the child uses for suckling and sucking, you know, from the bottle or mm. suckling from the mother's breast are the muscles that then develop to be stronger when you develop speech. So mm. all of those early stages and the eye contact and things like that um, are developed really early, which are really all important for communication. So it's really great that they're catching up, you know, in the developmental, well, that they're, that they've graduated. You should see yeah. the picture. It's just amazing. Just these two babies like which together. It's so amazing too, because I think that, like, 
when you when you look at this situation, it's like, oh man, they're so far behind, and how quickly, you know, how much will they be able to 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 catch it? Oh, that's so cute. That yeah, <laughs> didn't need to just show me the photos. But yeah, I um I have a cousin who was born, I think, over twenty weeks, like 21, 22, right, 23 wow. weeks, something like that, who survived, and he's now like. 12 13 he's go. killing it like there he's ducks at the Beautiful. school like doing doing amazing and so it's awesome that they they catch up yep god and is they good. get to live an incredible life you're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith fm positively different lawson take away with our next quiz question please yeah sure what age at what age did Jesus begin his ministry? 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. And if you know the answer, you will go into the draw for a prize which will help you to know more answers. And that is the Bible Challenge card game for adults and teens, as well as the Bible Quiz Book. Now, these are prizes that we can give to you and you can crack open at home with a group of friends in church. Have loads. Whatever it may be. I love trivia. Trivia is like one of my favorite things. Bible trivia, general knowledge trivia, everything. I love it so much. And I always do quite well, which I mean, I'm I'm not claiming to be like the best trivia person in the world or even maybe like a lot of, but I feel like I'm like average, but for some reason that's good enough that I've won. (laughs) Like in in teams, I've like won a lot of trivia and I'm like, and so I really enjoy it. Like I really, really, really like trivia. Is it because you like winning? That's, yeah, that's that's when they were just, but um, I really enjoy Enjoy trivia, and we have these awesome prizes, which are all about trivia, all about, but all about knowing the Bible as well. Absolutely, and you know, when we were out west at Narrabri Church, you know, every morning for for Sabbath school, and just you know, before we went to the Bible study time mm. itself, it was part of the Bible study. And the, the teens would always take quiz quizzes every every week, and that was really oh, exciting. And awesome. I remember when we were like, particularly in our younger days, when I was young, you know, and growing up in church, we'd have MVs in the afternoon which is a basically, you know, young people's program. And it was just full of quizzes and mm. Bible knowledge stuff. And you had to memorize Bible passages as well. Oh, it was just really, sick. it was always about seeing who could actually know the most, you know. So mm. great stuff. Yeah. So 0491 is the number to text us in. At what age did Jesus begin his ministry? Lawson, where are we going with our news segment today? We are going to California mm. where there has been a rescinding of a proclamation to affirm by the Northern California, by a number of counties in Northern California, uh, they have rescinded a proclamation to affirm American Christian Heritage Month after pressure from a number of different organizations. Now, what this essentially was is there was this, this... American Christian Heritage Month that was, you know, that was formulated and put together and like, hey, this will be a time in which we will remember the impact of Christianity on the United States of America, mm. you know, and and how Christianity helped form the states and, you know, was a big motivation for it people. It was a big motivation, wasn't to, it? For people to leave Europe was to be able to practice freedom of religion. Ah, big, big time. And whatnot. And, and so, yeah, and, and also looking at the ways in which Christianity has has benefited the United States and, you know, the key, you know, big Christian movements in the United States. And 
they so they put this forward that they would have a proclamation for, for so whenever there's any of these kinds of festivals and whatnot uh, that that are supported by the government, they put forward a proclamation, mm-hmm. and they were hit with a bunch of backlash from a fair few different angles. Now, some of those angles were firstly, there just days after they put that proclamation forward, they received a letter from the Freedom from Religion Foundation. Uh-huh. So not freedom of religion, freedom from religion. From Foundation. religion. Interesting. Uh, and and they, what did they say in there? They said, by issuing this proclamation advancing Christian nationalism and the myth that we are a Christian nation, uh, El Dorado County is ironically violating the country's true heritage of religious liberty based on a secular government. Uh, so... Oh. They've said, oh, actually, you know, it is... A se-, which, by the way, like, this is a really important point. Secular governments, like, enable religious liberty. This mm. is this is something that they we do. know. Now, not because they are overly... Like, because then there is the idea of complete secularism, and if you take it to, you know, like a like a full stride of, like, oh, you know, secularism, um, secularism in which no religion can be present, mm. then that can be oppressive as well. But the fact, when you have a secular-based government that isn't ruled by a church, but rather... You know, it is it is just a secular state, and and this is this was the strength of the United States mm. to provide religious liberty. So, in some sense, what they're saying is actually correct. It's like a secular government provided the framework in which you could have religious liberty, but the secular government of the United States, the creation of that was informed by the abuses of monarchies and churches, Absolutely. and it was Christians who were fleeing persecution. Absolutely from. Yep. Europe, who who were like, yes, we should, as Christians, create a secular government because also the Bible advocates for the disunity between a church and a and state. state. That's right. And so it was. It was completely like it. It, it was. It was motivated by Christians. It was thought of by Christians to create a secular government. But these guys are like, no, nah, this is this is violating. Uh, this is violating the country's true heritage and whatnot. There was a number of other online position, uh, petitions that got like thousands of signatures. Uh, there was a few different Jewish uh, Jewish people who raised their, their hand and said, oh, no, this is discriminatory. Why is it a Christian month and, and whatnot? Uh, there was the ACLU, which is the American Civ- Civil Liberties Union, mm-hmm. um, that put their, you know, thing forward, you know, their, their, uh, response forward that, uh, it conveys that the proclamation conveys that the county supports, promotes and endorses specific religious beliefs and as such violates the California constitution. Wow. And so they, they got all this backlash. Yep. Okay. So what's happening now with that? And so as of September, September 19th, which was just a few just, days ago, yeah. last week, they had another meeting and the officials ultimately voted, uh, voted five to nothing to rescind the proclamation. So right. it was voted four one to put forward the proclamation. Yeah. Then it was voted to cancel it. five yeah. to zero to rescind the proclamation because uh, they have taken on board the charge that this is a violation, you know, of the constitution and this is promoting church and state combining, which by the way, like it's totally not because it's not at because all. a, uh, a Christian heritage month doesn't then swear into law, any, 
any kind of legislation that promotes Christian beliefs over other beliefs. It it doesn't change the the, the law of the land. It is just recognizing yeah. that okay, this is something that takes place. Which, by the way, uh, is something that happens. So this 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 promote this proposed Christian Heritage Month month was supposed to happen in July. In, and it's been delayed now to September. Well, now it's it was supposed to be that it was July every single year that they would right. celebrate it. Yep. Uh, and that's what they decided in September, that they would rescind this proclamation to celebrate Christian Heritage Month now, and to ho- recognize it. And here's the interesting thing, too. When you go to the States, you know, I mean, out of any country, they've actually got so much about God and Christianity on their stations. Yeah. It's just a very open sort of thing, not to the degree that we have it here in Australia. But I just want to raise this, a proclamation, not by the government of Northern California, but by the federal government of the United States that saw almost no backlash that was put forward in June 2nd of 2021, was the proclamation to uphold and support by the Biden administration Pride Month. Wow. Which runs the, you know, which is like the LGBTQ plus Pride Month, which runs in June every year. So according to these people, um, that's okay to support. That's okay. You know, these these people, uh, and, and their particular beliefs and their identity and whatnot can be supported by the government, can be promoted by the government. It's not seen as agenda based in any way. It's not seen as a violation of a secular government in any way. Mm. But on the other hand, uh, the and again the proclamation, which isn't a, a, a binding law that not at all. gives preference to Christians, like yep. that can be a Jewish Heritage Month yep. and an Islamic Heritage Month yep. and a this month and then that and then that month. Like we, you can do it all. There's a Black History Month. There's there's all of these months where it's like yep. okay, we recognize that these group this group of people has made a significant contribution to the formulation of our country whatever but there was no backlash in 2021 like pride month has been happening for years and years and years but this was like the official proclamation by the government by joe biden that yes we support this as a government everyone was you know chanted their praises for for joe biden that yes this is a fantastic thing and then it's like hey christian heritage month yeah and uh, and no, this is this, a violation of the constitution. Uh, it's it's evil. It's, it's against no the secular government. Yeah. And uh, and so they've rescinded it. And it's just I I am I'm just shocked. Shocked. I'm shocked. I, I sit here and I'm like, this is just this is hip. You know, just uh, this is hypocrisy. <laughs> and it's it's just awful. I'm like, oh. And and so it definitely shows a current in the United States of the way that people are thinking about yeah. things. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Kimbra with I Will Not Hold Back. You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Danuta and Lawson. Some of you may have heard me take a breath right at the end just as we were going off air, and that was a breath of excitement because that's one of my absolute favourite songs. (laughs) I play it up loud when I'm cruising around in the car. So, yeah, that was a breath of excitement right there. Hey, Lawson, what's our next quiz question, please? Our next quiz question here, what was put on the lips of Isaiah by a seraphim from the altar? Mm. Oh, I love this passage so yeah. much. And Isaiah's overall so good. Oh, uh, yeah. And I, I just, uh, 
I can't I can't give any details because no, don't give I'll, it away. Gi- I'll give it away, but it's like one of my favorite passages in the whole Bible. Like just a transformation of a person. It's Absolutely. really, really amazing. Hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. Again, that question was, what was put on the lips of Isaiah by Seraphim from the altar? Again, our amazing prizes for today or this week, I should say, the Bible Challenge card game for adults and teens as well as the Bible quiz book. So just helping you to brush up on your Bible knowledge and giving you some fun games to be able Have to play with people, with your, friends. That's it. with your friends, in your church, whatever it may be. But again, that number was 0491-064-669. Okay, it's come time for our interview with Justin Lawman. Hello, Justin. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Danuna. How are you? Good, Justin. Um, great to have you back on board. And, of course, you can hear Lawson laughing here too. Both of us are excited to have you back on today. Um, yeah. yeah. Lawson, are you been in Canberra or are you going to Canberra? Which I'm, is I'm, the one? I'm getting down to Canberra eventually. In November, we have a regional day there where we're promoting okay. Faith FM. So I'm going to be there. On, I'm speaking on the Friday night to the, to the youngins, to the youth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. Well, I'll be in the front row, you know. That oh, thing. amazing. So <laughs> you're going to make sure to, that you meet him, meet him this time. <laughs> you'll be able to hang out. You'll be able to, to absorb. You know, you'll, you'll be able to put two and two together and know who I am. And like, remember, remember him. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm super keen. It'll, it'll be good to, it'll be good to be down there. But, uh, hey, you know, what are we, what are we talking about in, the world of current events and we're talking politics. about the fiscal cliff Oof. financial cliff of september 30. oh yeah of oh. course so in five days time of course yeah, this i've is been going on about this for a while but here's the the jam that if you are kevin mccarthy he is the speaker for the United States Congress. So he's the leader of the Republicans in the Congress. Mm. He signed off on a deal to give Biden a bunch of money, the Biden administration a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So much so, they said their deficit would be a trillion, which is just a tragedy for all the currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's already two trillion. <gasps> wow. And we're not to the end yet. Uh, of, of the financial year, and he—they've gone through. Wait for this: a trillion dollars in ninety days. What? That is an incredible amount of money. It, It's—I uh, can't put a trillion dollars into my brain. It's way too big for me. A thousand-dollar notes packed tight together for over a hundred and twenty kilometers. Wow. Wow. That's, 120 that's trillion. And, and they're spending it like, not like drunken sailors. Sailors would have run, run out of steam long before that. This is worse than a drunken sailor. Wow. They're out of control. And what that means for all of us, if they continue the spend, is our dollar, it, and we're talking America and we are Australia, but everything's downstream from their economy. Mm. The currencies that we use to buy our milk and bread and wheat bix and whatever else, they buy less and less every day when you're on such a spend. Mm. And the average Joe 
the working class man is growing and the middle class is becoming poorer and poorer by the by the moment mm. while they're on this sort of rampage. So there's a group of Republicans, there's about 20 of them that are they're, they're fairly hardcore at stopping this. Mm. And they've they've put down the ultimatum. There is no what they call a continuing resolution where they just continue to spend. Let's just put it simple. We're just going to continue to spend. Uh, there's some moderates are saying, well, let's do it for another month while we can try and work out a solution. These other guys are saying, no, we're just not going to fund the government until they make cuts. Mm. Now, the Democrats could come in and vote for that continuing resolution and just avoid the Republicans because the House is only 12 seats in it. Mm. They could come in and, and, and pass it. But here's the catch. Kevin McCarthy has, when he got elected as the uh, leader for the Republicans in the Congress, they put a condition that any one of them could put up his name uh, for a vote at any time, and and everyone has to vote. Mm. And he only had there's only twelve votes in this, and there's twenty of them against him. Mm. He will lose his speakership if he fixes or just does a continuing resolution. So mm. there's no easy way out for this guy right now because people on the right side of politics have had enough of the drunken orgy of spending. Mm. They just want to, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. And no one seems, they always say, oh, next time. We'll mm. catch them next time. And the next time, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but I want everyone to keep that in their mind as they're wondering about the future the financial cliff that's coming, it's coming at some point. Because mm. when you turn that tap off, it's not a tap, it's a fire hydrant. If you turn that off, that's going to have an amazing impact in a negative way on how the economy is travelling. Mm. Um, of course, it, the, the, the negative side of this spending comes out of the fact that the United States are so in debt already. And I guess I have a question on this. I have a question on this. The, the United States government is so in debt. Uh, I was having a chat with my dad about this and about a bunch of the stuff that we've, we've talked about on the show and the, and the government being so in debt. And my dad made the point that, hey, the, the US government, the US, the United States of America are in the strongest position militarily. They're in the strongest position in terms of world influence. And they have a domestic economy that can support itself and that's big enough to support itself. If anyone wants the money back, why does America have to pay it back? So this was my dad's point. It was like, this doesn't actually affect them and it's okay. From your perspective, well, Justin... there's what, a very what, good answer to that. What, do you, what so, do you reckon? Well, how do they continue to generate money? They use government bonds. Mm -hmm. uh, the Reserve has been buying it from the Fed and the Fed from, and all this crazy stuff. But they're reliant on China someone that is cashed up, they want to invest their money and get a good return, a good yield on their investment, mm -hmm. they do so by buying government bonds, which mm -hmm. raises their debt. 
Now, if you all of a sudden just say America says, and I, I don't disagree with your dad, say, well, China, we're not going to pay you back. Mm-hmm. The next day, they try and sell some more bonds. What happens? Mm. Says, oh, well, I'm not buying those. And the fire hydrant gets turned off all by itself mm. because no, all of a sudden their currency would collapse mm. because no one would buy a government bond, which is how they should legitimately raise debt. Mm-hmm. And you get a 5% return at the moment on a government bond, for, and it's solid. It's the backing of the government. But if they turn around and say, no, we're not paying, well, no one's going to buy them. That means they can't raise any more money. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they're trapped by their own debt. As the Bible says, you know, you, the lender, um, the, the borrower is a slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. And so even though they think they're China's America's open enemy these days, like mm-hmm. they are to Australia, Communist Party, not the Chinese people, um, let's just not pay them. Well, where do we raise our next bit of money? Because mm. no one will touch it. Mm. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So then I guess if the debt ceiling continues to rise and if this resolution is made a continuing resolution, well, there, there, there is no end game here. There, there is no way to solve this problem and then... It will solve itself. It will solve itself because here they are. They they spend seven trillion a year on these are round figures, you know, off the top of my head. Uh, Seven trillion might be seven point two, but let's say seven. They bring in five. There's a two trillion dollar difference between what they spend and what they earn. Mm. So they're at thirty three trillion in debt right now. Did we hear you right? That is a (laughs) lot. Did we hear you right? They passed that last week. They passed the thirty-three trillion mark. Whoa! Mm. Now, when Barack Obama was in, it was eleven trillion. Wow! So this is how fast this is going now. The biggest in in just a few years, it's already nearly the biggest, but it will be by far the biggest spend for the federal government in the U.S. is interest payments. Bigger than military spending. Mm. Wow. So this party, it will end all on its own. Mm-hmm. That fire hydrant will get cut off. It's a matter of how long can they continue to be so reckless? Can I just live off my credit card and never pay it back? Well, I might get away. Me personally, I don't have a credit card, but just so I did, I might get away with it for a few months but eventually the bank's going to say, hey, um, you can't, you've got to pay this back. We're mm. not giving you any more. That's going to happen to them. Mm. And the implications at, on that day, just, just be reckless and keep spending. It will crash all on its own. But we, the people, the average Joe who's just trying to make an honest living, they're the ones that will really pay the heavy, heavy price when our currency collapses. Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. and so the way we look after our money at this point, in every single way, and being like you said the other week, Justin, to be out of debt, do everything to be out of debt, is absolutely crucial more than ever before. Just, just get a get a glimpse of what's over the hill. No matter which side of politics you're on, or what you want to happen, if it's not this, if they they might work something out in the next five days, mm. 
let's kick it down the road again. It's not far down the road that they bump into it again and again, and at some point, this party is going to stop. Mm. Well, how are you sitting today? Mm-hmm. How are you ready for that? Because it's this is bigger than 1929. This is the biggest debt situation and therefore the biggest correction in the history of the world. Mm. We've got nothing to compare it to. So I, I, being a bit melodramatic, you know, I'm scaring the kids. <laughs> so I, I tell these children's stories in church and the kids are like, I'm giving them nightmares. So I've got to take everyone. Jesus is coming. Amen. He, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, he can fix anything. Mm. But be be sensible, people. Look over the hill. What's over that hill? We can see you don't have to be an economist or a rocket science to work out that this isn't this is big and there's no easy solution now. That was a long time ago. Mm. It's called paying off your debt. Mm. It's become impossible now. Mm. And this is why they're talking, everyone talks gold, gold, gold and digital currency, that the idea of actually scrapping the currency we all use and going to something else is one of the things that they're planning. Mm. Absolutely. Anyway. But again, uh, just scrapping the currency doesn't solve the situation just, you see, you're still in not. you're still in debt right? Right. <laughs> so this is ah, oh, this is this is the situation we face but again i guess well all we can do is take solace justin thank you so much for joining us this morning and for speaking on these issues that are very pressing that we're facing in the future thanks for being a part of the faith fm family join our community on facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM